I am more than positive that you've heard at some point in your life, whether it's through school or through conversation, that energy is everything, whether that's through the aspect of religion, through the aspect of science. I'm sure you've heard it before. But what we need to do at this point is we need to define what energy is before we get into the best part of this episode. So first off, let me just start off by saying that there is a proposal that's been adopted by many scientists respected across the board in their respective fields of of work and research that we may in fact live in a simulation or the best example would be something like, for example, The Matrix, the, the film The Matrix. And we can't really crack the code in this universe that we're living in and our subconscious is actually not within this realm, so to speak. This is simply the physical realm. And at least to the extent of which we've been able to research at this point publicly, we haven't really been able to find or discover the code to this matrix that we're currently living in, even at the most microscopic or fractile levels. But... According to newsintact.com, it's not a, a matrix in the, the, the traditional sense, uh, and I quote, it is not a material matrix, but one made entirely from energy strings and brains that vibrate at different frequencies, end quote. By the way, when I say brains, I don't mean B-R-A-I-N, like our, our mind, I mean B-R-A-N-E. And so, it's been discovered, essentially, that Our own feelings, our own thoughts are vibrational. It's actually even been discovered, believe it or not, and this is according to robschultzmuseum.nl, which I encourage you guys to check out because it's fantastic that negative or positive feelings actually damage our DNA that results in illness, which is why a lot of people who are so poorly thinking or they think so poorly or so negatively as they go throughout their day, sometimes unfortunately develop health, physical health issues that obviously could result in many cases in very sadly death. Now, let's jump right into this manuscript of the Vatican. So again, I want to quote here because I think it's a fantastic way to present it from Rob Schultz Museum.nl. And I quote, back in 1944, Max Planck, the father of quantum physics, demonstrated that the entire universe was only energy and that everything was just an an illusion. Moreover, Greg Braden, who has studied the matrix for more than 20 years, reached the conclusion that we live in a vibrational universe and everything is connected by these vibrations. Of course, we cannot see this matrix, for it is made entirely of energies that vibrate at different levels. Love has the highest and purest vibration of all, so much that it can heal almost any illness, end quote. Now, let me say that this ties in a little bit before I jump into what the Vatican is hiding. This ties in directly with the the pseudoscientific proposal, at least it's considered pseudoscience right now, which means science that can't be proven yet, or makeup science, as some of them call it, that literally the best type of medicine may actually be within our DNA, within our genes of every single human being because if we can harness these vibrations 
and these energies, we may in fact be able to get rid of the need of medicine because you would be essentially looking at the ability to not only self-heal, but to utilize your vibrations to create more of a productive system for your life within your body and for everything around you. So the interesting thing about this, and my my last quote from robschultmuseum.nl is that, and I quote, the highest vibration might not be love, which is a confusing term covering desire and need, as well as self-sacrifice. It could well be simply contentment. If people live and die in contentment, they are far more powerful in the spirit world, which is why some propose that Satanists work night and day to undercut our contentment, end quote. I'm not trying to get into all that, the, the last part of that, but the church, supposedly, the Vatican, and many other major religions have been aware of this, but the Vatican, from what I understand, at least in modern history, has been the most influential within Western politics, and Western politics tend to influence the rest of the world. Therefore, the Vatican has known about this for quite some time, and when I say superhuman abilities, I, I mean exactly what those words, but at the same time, I don't. So it's both a literal and a non-literal meaning, because if humans are able to harness the ability of vibrations through electromagnetic frequencies and waves and being able to understand and and allow our consciousnesses to manifest and and realize that we exist outside of the world that we're living in right now outside of the physical world we may actually be able to tap in to these abilities and now when people use the word oh, you need to awaken or everyone's asleep or you need to wake up and uh, ascend your consciousness obviously knowledge is power but there's something that we have not yet tapped into within our own brains that will allow us to literally be able to manifest ourselves in different i guess you could say realms or dimensions that would allow us to essentially utilize science and the vibration of energy to create in 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 essence a sort of essential good-willed person or personification with that being said i want to point out very quickly that this is what a lot of people mean when they say that science and religion are one and the same religion may have been a a form of either of course many say deception by humans but at the same time assuming the origin of religion was purely for the benefit of good the idea was to try to possibly at least in in my humble opinion, to explain science in a way that humans like us wouldn't be able to understand. Now, again, we talk about different beings coming down from the skies and all that, which is a way that they, which is what they called space back then, essentially. When they said that creatures or gods came down from the heavens or the skies, we're, they're talking about space. It's it's pretty simple. I mean, I, I'm not going to sugarcoat that, which means that when they when these beings came down to teach humans or deceive either one, they were essentially using the concept of religion in which the way humans can relate more effectively as a way of trying to explain science but a very altered science a very uh, bs part of science or a part that's slightly true that's then been altered to make us believe things that are not even remotely close to what the actual truth is excuse me now supposedly this book that the Vatican refuses to open, acknowledge, talk about, even say exists, explains how we can literally 
ascend our consciousness to a higher level and i'm not talking about becoming more self-aware and then realizing different things in life and you know just waking up and have living a much better life i'm talking about the ability to levitate the ability to uh speak telepathically to people the ability to possibly even control objects with our minds and many different things like that and the fact that the vatican even the idea that they might have a book like this and that they've known about it for so long and they've kept it secret shows the the way things work within the vatican now look that's not to say the vatican is some type of evil fear-mongering pyramid scheme that is all out to just destroy the world although some can argue that honestly <laughs> um it just goes to show that there's a lot of cases where people believe or institutions believe that certain abilities or certain knowledge should not be kept or should be kept secret for the sake of long-term public stability. I think that's absolutely disgraceful. I think just like with anything in life, things will be used for good and things will be used for bad. I think you can't stop it. But I think that when you see different popes coming out particularly recently trying to expose the truth i think they're trying to expose a fraction of a percentage of what the real truth is i mean this book directly ties in allegedly with not just matthew mark luke and john but with the book of enoch with other books that speak directly about abilities that jesus had or other things that the vatican and the church does not want the rest of the world to know about because whether you know about you realize it or not the vatican has dramatically influenced or depending on how you you view it but you could say destroyed or influenced the western world and in turn at least in modern history the western world has taken a vast amount of influence on the rest of the world and so there's constantly a fight between good and evil right and i didn't i, I don't mean to make this so much of a spiritual episode even though it seems like that's what trail it's on to be but supposedly this book has the ability to summon spirits very negative entities that can manifest within this this physical world and the reason why i say this is because yes there's been many books and esoteric texts and different writings that supposedly summon such negative entities and spirits but the difference this time is that there's a difference between summoning a spirit and then being able and, and a negative spirit being able to say move objects around with what they call poltergeist activity there's a difference between that and then a spirit literally being able to manifest itself and having enough vibrational energy to manifest itself within this realm and so supposedly this vatican book speaks of that so it's literally taking someone or a spirit from a deceased person and having them manifest back into this physical realm and Although that might sound very far-fetched and out there, if we then move our perspective to the science aspect of it, what we're going to find is that scientifically, although it has not yet been proven mathematically in pure textbook theory, it may in fact be possible. And we're discovering things that we didn't even know about 10 years ago, 5 years ago. We're discovering things that nobody thought we'd probably even discover this quickly or at all, for that matter. Now supposedly there's also this book also details the ability that humans can i guess you could say fly so to speak sort of like when you astral project for example but what i want to make very clear and very out there to everybody is that this is a book that describes 
not so much superhuman powers. I mean, I guess in the context and, and when you scale it down, it seems like superhuman powers. But this is a book that describes essentially the ability to ascend, not descend, to ascend, possibly even transcend the confines in which we see ourselves in right now, the which way in which we view ourselves. And it's very hard to explain for those that can't fully grasp it. But when you have a mentality that is so enclosed and so narrow-minded and so encompassing in a way that you can't really see anything outside of it, you've locked yourself in your own prison. And I don't mean this in any disrespectful way, but people complain about going to prison. I think that's nowhere near as bad as putting yourself in a mental prison for the rest of your life. Now, I'm not saying jail is a nice thing. I've, I'm not trying to get into that. All I'm trying to say is that I think physical boundaries may not be as bad as mental boundaries. Not even close. That, that, that's my, my point, essentially. And so, when you think of the idea of humans being able to fly, or being able to levitate, or push objects without needing to touch it, or be, being able to communicate telepathically, it raises a lot of questions. And the questions it raises is, do we, not just the Vatican, but are these beings that are visiting our planet, are they aware of this? Because it's been speculated that certain races of other extraterrestrials have tried to help us ascend our consciousness the nordic blondes or the tall whites being one of them from i believe the andromeda star system being one of them and they essentially want humanity to understand that the confines in which we view everything around us is simply just a manifestation of one realm although there are many and many doors have been closed inside of our minds that we don't even know about and I'm not trying to make this an episode about how we have potential powers that we don't really know about and this and that. But what I'm trying to say here is that there's a connection between what is called savant syndrome, Asperger's, autism, things like that, and what is in this secret book within the Vatican. Because this connection between the two essentially is like an accidental glitch in the system. And supposedly the book even describes it. The book even supposedly says that for those who have autism, Asperger's syndrome, or things like that, they're kind of in a way leaking out or seeping out abilities they didn't even realize they had. Because again, I've done an episode on this, I think it was last week, where I spoke about psychotronic abilities and savant syndrome. And how people who get into car accidents or who are just naturally born, for example, autistic, or people who become mentally unfortunately damaged after some physical unfortunate accident, suddenly, for example, the left side of the brain will stop working, but then the right side will work in overdrive. And that's what I mean by a seepage or a glitch within the brain, in the sense that it activates a part of the brain that the brain consciously didn't know how to turn on. Now, if you read this book, or if we had access to this book, we'd be able to do it consciously. But the idea is that then you notice how when people get into car accidents or they fall or something like that happens sometimes in the rare occasion they wake up from the hospital dramatically more talented or smarter at something than they were before in some cases people are able to recite literally a million pages and memorize all of it and read it over to someone else like word for word in other cases, people are able to do mathematical computations that the best computers in the world are the only th other things that can do it. And so it makes you think that when you look at the whole picture of, I guess you could say life itself, mathematics, science, spirituality, it all encompasses the same thing. When people try to say that spirituality or the simulation theory is explained by mathematics, it is. 
but mathematics could also be explained by spirit uh, spirituality and so the two intersect and cross over they fill each other's gaps if that makes sense and so i'm not trying to say that what the vatican is doing by keeping this book secret is something that should be kept secret I don't, i'm not saying it should be put public either and I mean, in some cases, you might say, okay, Dave, let, let's be honest. Just be honest with us and express your real opinion here. I think the people need to see this book for themselves and need to decide what's best. I think the Vatican keeping it so secret is just something that proves that our abilities and the true knowledge, the true secrets are actually right in front of us. Literally, literally, figuratively, metaphorically. Every way, in every way, they're right in front of us, and that is why they're trying to keep it so secret. They don't want us to harness the powers we already have. So, let me know what you guys think. It's a very interesting uh, topic to discuss, and certainly, I wouldn't rule out that this book exists. So, again, let me know what you think, and we'll catch you next time. Thank you.